This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Alright, get low as you can. Come on low, start working your way low, work your way low. One more car, come on down, come on down, turn left, it's not fire, get out. Well, pretty uh, specific instructions there for TJ yeah. majors. So go low, you're on fire, get out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Well, those were, and that's basically the Dale Jr. Download recap here uh, for this week <laughs> uh, yeah. on the Dale Jr. Download with Mike Davis and Amanda Troutman. I am Taylor Zarzer. Of course, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is proud to have innovative eyewear brand Spy on board as a sponsor of the Dale Jr. Download. Learn more at Spy at SpyOptic.com. Now, before Mike gives his thoughts, Amanda and, and, and I give mine as well, let's, uh, let's hear what Dale Jr. had to say because that was a, a crazy thing to witness in, yeah. at Texas Motor Speedway yesterday as Dale Jr. goes into the grass, wet grass at that, car lap. catches fire. Yeah, lap 13. Lap 13 after running eight or nine caution laps, so really only, what, three or four laps of green flag racing, and it was all over, and Dale Jr. with his uh, worst finish, the worst possible finish you can have, First time that's happened in seven years. Here's Dale Jr., courtesy of Fox Sports, after the race with Jeff Hammond. A lot of damage to the car. Wild ride, Dale Jr. What happened? I just ran into the grass on the apron uh, on the front straightaway there. I didn't. I was following a 43 and just didn't see the grass. Didn't know the grass was down there that close with the way the A-post is in these cars. You can't really see that good to the to that angle. So I really didn't have a good visual where the where the apron, where the grass was and just got down in there pretty pretty good <laughs> that's awful mud pretty heavy down all that wetness is that really what kind of grabbed it no nah, i just you, you can't run you can't run through there way the way we got these cars on the ground like that and uh just a mistake on my part i uh i just didn't know i was that close to the grass and and uh just made a mistake it's as simple as that and he said the same thing to us on the performance racing network yesterday as well took total accountability uh for it like he always does yep. class act about it um but as you can tell mike um pretty embarrassed too i mean who wouldn't be hey you know what the problem is don't you what's that so daggum mud tires that goodyear brings they <laughs> worth a crap <laughs> yeah. uh i don't think that's it they're t- well, uh, they're tire testing at michigan uh today and tomorrow so i hope they they test some mud tires because they ain't worth a crap taylor i'm telling you honestly i really want to fi- if, if i could get one person that actually believes me that there's mud tires on race cars, and then they actually, you know, call into some radio station. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be ours, and say that then my day is made. The, the shocking thing is that people do believe things that you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's the big problem then. Yeah, um, but you know what? I'm glad that we, you know, we download after finishing butt naked last, and that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you thought that we weren't going to download after finishing butt naked last, you're wrong. Now it ain't fun. No. First, like you said, first time in seven years. November 11th, 2007 was the last time Dale Jr. finished 43rd. So can you believe, like, he had never finished 43rd. You were there for that one, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where was that? Phoenix? Phoenix, yeah. Like a lap 150 or 180 or something like that. So um, <laughs> we had actually, you know, made some pit stops and had got up to speed before that one. But, uh, oh, well, you're going to have days like this. We carry on. We, I'm glad they're testing today. I'm glad yeah. that he's back in a race car. Yeah, move on. Yeah, that's right. It, you know, you're not sitting around, let, you know, stewing over it because you know he's upset. You know he's embarrassed yeah. by it, and that, that's okay. Nobody's going to fault him for that. He manned up. He took it. But you know what? He's back in a race car. He's back at the racetrack. He's with his team. That's going to help us get past this. We're going to Darlington. It it is a pretty humid. You're right, and that is exactly um, what you have to do to move on from something like that. I will say he was dejected. I mean, he was yeah. humiliated. 
and and who wouldn't be if something like that happened? But again, he took full accountability for it. I have to tell you, I mean, that's a terrible feeling. But how about his buddy Brad Keselowski? I mean, oh. he absolutely had a chance to win that race. Wow, yes. And, you know, gets caught on pit road speeding, and he took full accountability for it afterwards. He said, you know, listen, NASCAR's got all their information. They're not going to dock me. Um, you know, they're not going to catch me in, unless I really was speeding. I mean, he took full accountability for it afterwards. But you talk about a horrible feeling. I, that might be worse than, than what happened with Dale Jr. when you have a chance to win the race after they throw a caution. Right. When, when uh, Joey Logano can see the flagman wave uh, the white flag. Right, right. You know, uh, and Kislowski's the only guy in the world that could have caught him. You know, that, that's a pretty terrible feeling too, Mike. Yeah. Oh, or the crew chief for Logano when he saw that caution, uh, caution <laughs> Todd flag. Todd Gordon. That yeah. wasn't his fault. But uh, did you have what, – what pit were you covering yesterday? Did you have Dale Jr.? I didn't have Dale – well, I would have had Dale Jr. because uh, my friend Wendy Venturini um, had just about every great car in the race, and let's just say mine weren't performing so well yesterday. <laughs> oh, so yeah. we find out the real reason behind yeah. this. Yeah, but uh, but so Junior was just like maybe two or three stalls above uh, before Jimmy, who was the first pit that I had, and um, all the way you know down near turn now down near the uh, start finish line, and then if you you back up near turn one, uh, I went all the way down to Danica. So, so you I had Jimmy. I did have he, Jimmy so Johnson you yesterday. Cut out. You had your work cut out for you. I yesterday, saw a whole <laughs> lot of pit stops, yeah. and I saw, I heard a whole lot of language from uh, Chad Canals that cannot be repeated, even if the FCC isn't uh, in, involved. Oh, about I mean, about Dale Junior's situation? Not Chad wasn't mad at, at, at Dale. He was just fired up at his crew because when I tell you, every person that's ever had an association with Hendrick Motorsports was trying to fix the 48 yesterday because of Dale Jr. running in the grass. I mean, every single person that had anything to do with Hendrick was on pit road in the 48 stall. I mean, if you could have seen the grass and debris that went into Jimmy's car because of Dale Jr.'s accident yesterday, it was crazy. Now, yeah. and now that's one thing. The grill was completely destroyed. They had, they, they had to keep wiping all this dirt off of the front of the car, and, of course, they couldn't tape it up. And they put, I mean, when I tell you a whole front fender's worth of duct tape on that car, they did. But they couldn't put all the tape on there, Mike, until they got all the dirt off, obviously. And that, right. took, that took seven pit stops during that one caution Wow! in order to do that. And, oh, by the way, Dale Jr. was going so fast into the grass that the grass flew up and destroyed Jimmy Johnson's windshield, cracked it right. wide open. Yeah. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah, I saw the on, te car. on television. Yeah, right. right. I mean, it was it was crazy. And and Jimmy had some funny comments. He said, "So who are all those people? You know that that call in and say that I'm always try out to get Junior. Um, hmm. Wonder what they have to say now. Uh, he was being he was you know Jimmy's always cool, calm, and collected about it. I and, tell you uh, what they got to say now." They still think he hates Junior. <laughs> yeah, I know. What if what if the what if the roles had been reversed? Can you imagine what reaction Ooh. theater would have been like? Oh my! Wow! Yeah. Yes, yeah. those make for the. <laughs> I will say this about forty third place finishes: they ought to make for good reaction theaters, if nothing else. Like if yeah. if, if that's all we get out of the out of the race, then yeah, they ought to make for good reaction theaters. We'll see here in a few minutes. But yeah, what if what if Junior's <laughs> car had had received damage from Jimmy going into the grass like that? Yeah, oh. And let me make this clear, though. Jimmy Johnson never, ever said one critical word about Dale Jr. yesterday. Not one. Um, you know, those guys are as, as close as you can be, and uh, he never, ever was upset with them or anything like that. So just, just for the record. But, uh, 
Yeah, it was it was an interesting day at Texas Motor Speedway. I say day. It was an interesting. Uh, it, yeah. it, it felt like a fortnight uh, there for four days. Um, I, I know that we have to talk about what happened yesterday with Dale Jr. For, finishing 43rd. But, Mike, this is the Dale Jr. download. Mm-hmm. And part of the Dale Jr. download is the fact that Dale Jr., in part, owns four cars that race their ass off on Friday night. All finished in the top seven. And, and let me tell you, it was really, really cool to be – there at Texas, Mike, for the greatest day in junior motorsports history. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's inarguable, right? Uh, Chase Elliott. You know, I'm driving into work this morning. You see that checkered flag waving out front, you know, and, and we've had that flag waving a lot this year, whether it's our late models, whether it's, you know, that was our second Nationwide Series win this year, Regan won Daytona. What a cool night. I mean, and what a great race. What it was a great. performance by that kid. It, it was incredible. First of all, Junior would have won the race if the last caution didn't come out. Um, you know, he had a great car. He was stout. Yeah. Harvick, Harvick obviously. Yeah. yeah. Harvick was phenomenal. Uh, he just didn't, he, he wasn't as good on long runs, obviously. His car couldn't last as long as Elliott's or his juniors. And I mean, poor Regan Smith, I mean, won't get as much credit, but he did. He had a very competitive car and obviously he's doing extremely well in the points right now, but uh, junior was beaming afterwards. I mean, he wanted to win the race, obviously, but, um, when I was interviewing him for PRN after the race, I mean, he made a point to to turn around during the interview, and we ran over, and he went and high fived uh, Chase, and he was ecstatic. And without any, I mean, how cool is that for Junior Motorsports? And let me tell you something: Chase Elliott is a wheel man, yeah. friends. That guy is 18 years old, and to be in Victory Lane afterwards, Mike, with Awesome Bill, yeah, who has won 44 races and won a championship, yeah. And he said, Taylor, I'm telling you, this is this is better than anything I did to watch your son win a race like this against who he you know who he had to beat to win it he got choked up in the best part at the very end he said i got one word for tonight awesome yeah that's all awesome. that is <laughs> yeah. that, that's cool you know that that win was 16 years to the day that dell jr won his first race his first nationwide series race at the same track and yep. you know what as i was looking back it honestly happened uh it was very similar to junior's race junior had to pass a cup driver a you know test a former champion it was joe nemechek he mm-hmm. had to pass him in the closing laps to win so he earned it it wasn't no fluke you know just like chase's it wasn't a fluke chase had to pass kevin harvick one of the all-time great nationwide series drivers but one of the best drivers out there today he had to pass him and then hold off kyle bush which he ran away from that's yeah, earning I, it it was completely earning it and if this guy gets to the cup level i, I think um I'm going to talk to Dale Jr. about owning his car. It's time to move up to Cup and, and Junior Motorsports go to the Cup level. Because yep. I don't want to let Chase Elliott go, man. Well, I think I Rick mean, Hendrick has something to say about that. Yeah, I think he might. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But uh, point being is it's just so cool to see what Junior Motorsports is doing. It was a wild weekend and Big D for sure. Well, that's cool. I, I wonder how our boy – did you see Quasi Datto? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, I was in Casey Kane's pits because Casey was running, I think, 11th, which was the best uh, competitor I had uh, in the pits yesterday. And uh, he came up to me and said, what's up, Redneck? And uh, and he had all his Kentucky garb on with all his buddies uh, as well. They were fired up about the game, probably not as fired up today. But uh, – Hey, let me ask you one last thing before we go to uh, Reaction Theater. And, uh, and ask, actually, I, you mentioned Datto. I know we're going to call him here in just a minute. Uh, yep. Before we do that, let me ask you something. All right. Do you think it's going to take two wins to get into the chase? No. Or, or, or here, a better way to ask this. Do you think somebody with one win will be left out? No. 
No. I think the people that are winning right now, even though we've had seven different winners in seven races, I think the people that are winning are supposed to be winning. And there's a few yeah. more that we got to go, obviously. Yeah. You know? Um, I do not think that they're going to have more than 16 different winners. I just don't. I mean, you got to think. People think, oh, wow, you know, but you got to look at the whole season. You know, you got 36 races. Well, we're only talking about 26 races here. Yeah. These guys are going to eventually start repeating victories. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think. I could be wrong. Yeah, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't think it's going to happen. 16 I think it's going to be close. Winners, Mike, it'll be I close. I think but, it's going to be close. But, you know. Wait, wait, hold on a second now, though. I don't think it's going to be close for Dale Jr., uh, and, and I think that he'll securely be, even with the 43rd place finish, because of how many top 10s and top 5s that he gets, uh, I think that if he were only to win one race, I think he would be securely in. But I do think that there's a chance somebody with one win might be left out. Like, if I'm Kevin Harvick and I got back on that plane yesterday yeah. after engine failure in 42nd, I mean, look at his finishes in the last four or five races. Yeah. I'd be a little concerned if I were him. Uh, I think that they're concerned more for the fact that they just can't finish these races uh, rather than the points. I mean, I, I need to look at this. I, admittedly, I don't know. But I remember back in Dale Jr.'s rookie year, he was the first repeat winner. And that – I mean, this mm-hmm. is his rookie year. He'd won at Texas. And then yeah. when he won at Richmond, which was like 11 or 12 races, you know, into yeah. the season, he was the first repeat winner. I really meant to look at that and see how many different winners there were that year because hmm. I still don't think that there was more than 16. And, and of course, this is well before there was ever a chase and certainly well before this new rule change. I'm just saying I remember that season getting off to just a ridiculous start where there was a new winner every single week. But these were the guys that are supposed to be winning. Amanda, we're going to have to move on. Mike's given uh, stats, backing up all of his opinions. And mud with, tires. Uh, with we, level-headed perspective. Yeah. We, we started with him talking about mud tires, right. and now he's given rational, level-headed perspective. I, I don't know what to think no, of this. Right I now. think the best point I made today is the mud tires. That Goodyear needs to bring <laughs> well, That was good. the funniest. Well, uh, I, I think yeah. that needs to be looked at, mud tires. <laughs> we encourage people to go <laughs> online and check out uh, Spies Products. We really appreciate them for their sponsorship of the Dale Jr. Download. Their new Happy Lens is sure to enhance your race experience. To learn more about the Happy Lens and shop Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection, go to spyoptic.com. Let's speed dial. Speed dial. Okay, well, Mike Davis, I think this is the number one fan in junior nation yep we he used to be just dan the junior fan now he's dan the number one junior fan quasi dado as he likes to call himself as well uh big texas man always see him at texas motor speedway it was fun hanging out with him in the pitch yesterday but mike davis i'm gonna let the two of you wrap here for a few minutes good i need to talk to the owner of sloppy yellow so that's why we're gonna have him on today so what's up dan how's it going uh just trying to recover brother as long uh Long five days in the infield, thanks to a, an extra rain day. Yeah. You know, this is you've been to two races this year, Bristol and Texas. Do I need to bring uh, up the fact that both were delayed by rain? Uh, if, if you, you're, the last, you're the last person that's brought it up. Everybody else has mentioned it immediately upon seeing me, um, that I'm the, the cause of the bad weather at every race I go to. Um, but in my defense, I've been to – 50 or 60 NASCAR races, it's only rained three times. Well, so, I, but to your credit, and I said this earlier, to your credit, you stayed. You didn't even think about leaving. You didn't even consider leaving. You no. sat in those grandstands at Bristol till the, you know, to the yeah. wee hours of the night, 
And then you didn't, of course, you had uh, your school bus, you had everything going, you had your, uh, your your spot in the campground at Texas like you usually do, but there was no thought of you leaving. No, no, it was out of the question. And I mean, and Bristol was rough. I mean, it was cold. Um, you know, I had to walk a heck of a long way up and down those mountains to get to, to any shelter in a car. And that time, I mean, you're at Texas Motor Speedway. I uh, until race day, I don't care if it rains or not. It could rain the entire time. We're still going to have a ball. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're lifers. We don't we don't go there just to leave for for the action happens. You know, you have fast become one of the most notable fans of Junior Nation. Uh, we love you. You you are a star on Reaction Theater. You are a star on Twitter. Whether people know it or not, you are a star. You're 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 this up and coming star, Dan. Uh, but you also have a campaign going to be Dale Jr.'s crew chief starting in 2015. If you'd follow Dan, his Twitter handle is at QuasiDaddo. And he has a hashtag that he has started, Daddo215. So I know that you actually had Latart out at your bus, Sloppy Yellow, which we can talk about that in a second, uh, the origins of Sloppy Yellow. But Latart came out to your bus. Uh, you know, you guys shared food. You had a good conversation. Did you give him pointers on this race because seeing as how we finished forty third, I'm thinking you might have had something to do with that. Look, I'd like to clear the air right here. I had nothing to do with that. I told Stevie when he needed me to give me a call, and he told me he was going to put me on on speed down. I I didn't see him do it, so I can't verify that he's got my my number in his phone, but. But I told him to holler when he needed help. And I was wait- I, when Junior went to the garage, I, was, I had my phone in my hand. I was waiting, but he never did call me. So. But, all right, but Latart um, came out Sunday night to, to your spot. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Dan, what did Steve Latart think about your school bus? School bu- your school bus you have called Sloppy Yellow, which I'm proud to say is a name that you that derived from right here at Junior Motorsports. When you were here at Junior Motorsports last year, in conversation while we were walking around the shop, Sloppy Yellow came up in some conversation uh, you probably remember it a lot better than I do, but that is now what you have called your new school bus that you knew. I said new, right? Yeah. It's not new, but you bought it for $600. It's new to you. Yes. Uh, what did Latart yeah. think of it? All right, well, <clears throat> at JRM last year, when I heard your fab guy say the term sloppy yellow, I immediately looked at my brother-in-law, started a band, and decided that I needed to buy a damn school bus. That's no shit. It happened right there at JRM Fab Shop. My band is terrible, just like my bus. So I'm walking through here. <laughs> picture this. I got Steve Latart, okay? Best damn crew chief in the garage. I got Steve Addington. All kind of wins under his belt. Two of the most respected crew chiefs in the history of NASCAR. And I'm showing these two guys my craftsmanship on my terrible, sloppy, yellow $600 bus. Nothing and wrong with that. I showed them all this stuff, and they're going, wow, that's really cool. This is, this is pretty neat. This is badass. And I say... But this is the crown jewel, guys. And I show them my toilet in my in in, in my in my bus. And Steve Latart goes, that, oh, that's badass." And I I I just felt like, you know, like 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 my dad was talking to me when I was a little boy. He said, "Good job, son." I saw <laughs> like like hearts were dancing around my head. I was like, Steve Latart loves my. This is the, the yeah. This you is, this is this when is you the grew up to day of my life. Yeah, He's you like, grew up to be a man. You did here with the urinal. I like how you box this thing here. <laughs> but now, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. My toilet, okay, it sits pretty tall. 
And when I sat on it for the first time, I'm just just to try it out. I wasn't, you know, I had my jeans on and everything. My feet were like three inches off the ground. I'm six <laughs> foot one, so I had to build this little platform right in front of the right in front of the seat. And he goes, "Dude, that is absolutely a genius move." And I said, "Steve, if you doubt that I can drop a car on a block and fix it after seeing this, you are sadly mistaken, son." And I, it was just one of those special moments. We're like, we just bonded, and I think we became best friends right then and there. Anyways, well, uh, Dado, we appreciate you joining us, especially I know you're working this morning, and it just doesn't feel right to have a Texas race and not talk to you on the podcast the very next day. Dan, we just we also appreciate everything that you uh, do for Dirty Mo Radio. You call into Reaction Theater all the time. You leave the longest messages, which makes Amanda have to edit it down, like edit down a four-minute message or four-minute rant, but that's okay. Um, you the man. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Take it easy, buddy. All right. See you. Good stuff from Dado. Appreciate him, man. As good a junior fan as there is. Uh, and, and in all seriousness, I know he's hilarious, but he's, he's a cool representative for Junior Nation. Um, I'm proud to have him. All right. It's time now for Reaction Theater. After watching these events unfold, I'm convinced there's only that Blaine can only lie in one place, and that's with T.J. Majors. While the rest of the spotters were informing their drivers that the front straightaway at Texas wasn't actually straight, TJ is more concerned with what the hood of the two cars is doing and how the jet dryer affected that. <laughs> Come on, TJ, get your head in the game. Everybody knows that rain makes grass grow, and a real spotter would have been down there this morning with a push mower trying to get rid of that <laughs> their driver from running the line they want to run. Anyway, what was TJ doing? I speculate he was probably in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, I was going to be gravely disappointed if somebody didn't call up blaming TJ yeah. for that. Well, a couple things. I, I'm not surprised somebody said something about the bathroom after what Junior said last week. That's right. that's hilarious. Like, if Junior would have come, TJ, what happened, man? I don't know. I'm in the bathroom. Uh, um, but I, you know, it's funny. You were talking about Dado and uh, getting together with Latart when we were talking to him. Um, I, you know, we could blame this on the fact that TJ went to the Final Four on Saturday night, but he behaved himself. He I, completely I, behaved himself. Did he? I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I was there. I can. I can. Okay. I, I, I sat with Hogue and and um, and TJ for a few minutes in uh, Junior's phenomenal seats. By the way, yeah, uh, yeah, we ought to give them grief next time uh, when they're here because uh, Dale Junior gets seats, decides not to go, and then you know, well, you know, the noble thing might have been, hey guys, to the people that you know, we had a sponsor know. provide those tickets. Hey, yeah. here are these tickets back. Dale Junior's not going to go, but what did they do? Yeah. They took they them. They yeah. went. But TJ completely behaved himself, so I can't okay. blame it on that. But he right. should well, say, inside, grass on your inside. Inside, <laughs> grass on your inside. I mean, really. He probably will from now on. <laughs> What's next? Man, Dale Jr. went plowing through the infield today. I guess Mike Davis would call that tractoring. Holy cow, I can't <laughs> believe there's not staple batteries on the inside and outside of every track. That could have got serious real Quick, NASCAR, you're a billion dollar industry. Wake the f up, put safer batteries in and outside of every damn track because that sh was not cool. Dale, yeah, I, I, you know, that is some funny stuff. I mean, it's, I just can't tell you, you know, they have the biggest screen in the world out there at Texas Motor Speedway. I'm, I'm getting a note from some people in Jimmy's pit 
I turn around, I look at the big speed uh, at the big TV screen, and Junior's entire car is on fire, and I'm just like, "What in the world just happened here?" Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Day, I don't man. like fire, but I don't I don't like the fact that he hit a piece of the wall that didn't have a safer barrier. Yeah, just as much. I mean, the fire was contained. Yeah, the, the safer barrier thing is continues to be an issue, and yeah. I don't know what tracks. I, I know uh, California and Pocono have added more safer barrier, but they had to have incidents. That right. caused them to do that. So well, like, you know why what, do Mike? we have to continue having drivers test this stuff? You know, that's exactly it. it is you're exactly, that's what I was going to say. That's the biggest problem I have is that we wait to resolve this until after something terrible happens. You know, let's resolve it before that happens. You're right. Uh, we need safer barrier around this entire tra- around every track so that we don't have serious injuries. That, and you're, and uh, good stuff from uh, Ryan McGee on that yesterday. What do we have next? You know, it's always been a lifelong dream of mine to be able to take one of those ride-alongs with Dale Jr. around the track. <laughs> yeah, f- that, not anymore. Oh. <laughs> you better keep it on the asphalt there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that's pretty funny. That's yeah, that funny. pretty funny. That's sense of humor. He, I think he'd laugh at that, too. Yeah. yeah. What do we have next? Damn it. I guess there's no happy today. <sighs> Dale Jr., way to step up and be a man, but we all know it was TJ's fault. Ooh. Stupid was in the bathroom again. Oh. Well, get him next week, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> Here's some Poor, advice to TJ. TJ yeah. Next time he goes to the bathroom, just don't, don't say tell it on anybody. the radio. He's like a code <laughs> word, you know? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. That, that's, well, or he could do what Junior does, but that's, uh, he might, no, he might, yeah. might, he might look pretty bigger, funny. Bigger problems there. Yeah. <laughs> next. You have got to be kidding me. Son of a I was gonna, God dang it! I don't know what to say. Damn, that sucks. Oh well, Darlington next weekend. Go get them, boys. I think he said it well. Right, <laughs> I think when, that's exactly how everybody said it. When you don't know how to put a thought together or a sentence together without just cussing, that that's when you know you're upset, and that's the only yeah. way to get. That's the only way to get it out. It was a frustrating deal. I mean, you know, Junior Nation is everywhere. I mean, it feels like a home game every time this guy's out at a track, Mike. I mean, all the the expressions of people in the stands, you know, it's just there was a lot of disappointment, you know, because they love him so much. Did people leave? Oh, yeah. Absolutely they did. Absolutely they did. Full disclosure, I quit watching (laughs) after 13 laps. I had work to do. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, you couldn't. I couldn't quit watching. (laughs) Uh, Watching Brian Vickers ride around anyway. Next. I know we're all some country bumpkins, but somebody has got to keep Dale Jr. from watching Dukes of Hazzard for the race. That boy trying to jump over cars and drift through the grass, man. Off to Darlington, let's get her done. Yes, sir. I, I didn't. Somebody in the pits had made a funny call, made a funny comment, saying they thought that Junior was trying to do the duck call thing. It looked you know? a lot like that. If yeah. you look at the commercial, the way that the car shot out of the grass, it sort of looked like that. <laughs> no, du- no ducks came flying out. Though. Right, dirt, but not. <laughs> it ducks. was. It was the Duck Commander Five Hundred. Yeah. It was the dirt call. Yes, it, it was. You're right. It was the Duck Commander 500, and the whole Robertson family was there. Junior was just uh, trying to be authentic. Yeah, he was. Next. Not going to waste much time on the cluster f- that was Monday, but I will waste a lot of time on what happened Friday. Congratulations to Chase Elliott on his first nationwide win. Uh, definitely a, uh, a superstar in the making. And I hope you guys enjoy that beer toast, courtesy of the minor. Hell yeah, still. We're, we're still behind the 88. Yeah, what's going to happen with that, Mike? We he have just, the beer he's toast. Just, it, it already happened. Yeah. 
Oh, really? See, okay. See, Chase doesn't live here, so it, it wasn't a problem. <laughs> he, he wasn't even here. <laughs> we just hey, used it as job, an man. excuse to have a beer. Right. Listen, here at the office. Right, right. It doesn't take much to us to drink beer at work. I mean, <laughs> that just happens. We'll find oh, a reason funny. to make it happen. Yeah, beer toast and don't even tell the dude that won the race about it. No, he oh. knew about it, but he just he, he, he's, he had school. <laughs> he had school. <laughs> that's you, can't, like, that's you can't drink beer when you got school, and you can't drink uh, uh, beer unless you're of age. That, that's a that's a little bit of a problem. Yeah, can't make it today. I'm in class, but we can. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, Re- <laughs> reaction theaters open twenty four seven. All you have to do is call. Talk, is call. I can say it. I promise. Call toll free one eight five five seven four zero nineteen zero two and leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Of course, we've got. Kelly Earnhardt Miller, Fastlane family, coming up uh, tomorrow here on Dirty Mo Radio. Her special guest this week is Regan Smith's wife, Megan. Uh, and then Friday, you have JRM 360, the podcast. Tune in if you need a good laugh going into the weekend. And on Mondays, we recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Nationwide and Late Model Teams and Dale's Sprint Cup Series run as well. All right, let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Well, I wish Mike Hogue was here to read this, but he's not. He's testing with Dale Jr., I wonder how important he is to a test session. What do you think, Taylor? Um, nah, not very. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will read in place of Hogue this week. It's a busy week. Dale Jr. and the 88 team are testing in Michigan, like I just said. It's part of the Goodyear tire test as they prepare for the June 15th race weekend. Now, Goodies was supposed to have a production time with Junior yesterday, but rain in Dallas and in Fort Worth, all that, that messed that up. So mm-hmm. that's going to happen on Thursday now. Also on Thursday, guys, listen to this. Dale Jr. will be doing some work with Amp Energy. Now, he's launching a new flavor of Amp Energy. You might want to try it. Stay tuned. I can't reveal anything, but stay tuned to your favorite Twitter handles, at Dale Jr., at Amp Energy, at 7-Eleven. That's the number 7 with 11 spelled out on Thursday for details. It's going to be kind of fun, so just pay attention to that. Uh, here's what's coming up in Darlington this weekend. The Nationwide Series race is Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. We failed to mention this, Taylor, but Chase Elliott is actually the new points leader in the Nationwide Series, not How rookie awesome leader. He is the new points leader. Junior Motorsports has the first place and second place in points. That's he, awesome. uh, he's two, uh, two points ahead of Regan Smith. Uh, Chase will be in the number nine at Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. Regan in the number seven, TaxSlayer.com Chevrolet. you got a week, guys. If you haven't done your taxes, you got a week. TaxSlayer.com makes it fast and easy, just like qualifying lap at Daytona. And Kevin Harvick is in the number five armor Chevrolet. So that's what we got on Friday night at Darlington. Then the big one on Saturday night, the Southern 500. Definitely one of my favorite races of the year. Yes, sir. It's scheduled for 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Dale Jr. will be driving the National Guard colors this weekend. And last thing, Taylor, this is a little bit ad-lib here, but what I saw in the store this morning as we came in to tape this podcast is a rack full of, you ready for this? Dirty Mo Radio Dale Yeah T-shirts oh, are man. in this store. How much are they, Amanda? Oh man, thirteen dollars and eighty-eight cents. A bargain. A bargain. Dale Dale Yeah Dirty Mo Radio shirts <laughs> That's are awesome. here. Created by Reaction Theater callers. And that is absolutely correct. That's awesome. That is pretty cool stuff right there. We got a lot of good stuff uh, happening. We'll forget about what happened in Texas. That's right. Go race with the lady in black. Can't wait for that on Saturday night. Excellent work as always. Appreciate Dado calling in. Thanks to Amanda Troutman. For Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 